Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to our broadcast today. We certainly appreciate you watching. And today I have with me my wife, Carolyn. We have been married for 51 years, and we are so blessed to the Lord. And I wanted her to join me today in wishing you a Happy New Year, a Merry Christmas, and we just thank each and every one of you for watching our broadcast, and especially those of you that are partners with us. Thank you for believing in this ministry. Thank you for believing in the call of God on our lives. As I was praying this morning, I came across this scripture, and I wanted to read it to you. If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. That is the will of God for us, to spend our days and our years enjoying the fruits and the goodness of our God. And I want to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you who support us. We really do appreciate it. Amen. And listen, I want to read a scripture to you as well. This is what I'm praying for each and every one of you in this coming new year. Psalm 115, verses 12 through 15, it says, The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. It goes on to say, And the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. That's our prayer for you in this coming new year, that God's blessing will overtake you, that you will experience increase beyond anything you've ever experienced before. And praise God, we're expecting testimonies of that from you as we get into the new year. And listen, stay tuned. In just a few moments, I'll be back with today's message. Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savell. Welcome to our broadcast today. We're so thrilled and so honored that you have joined with us. And I believe we're going to have some things to share with you today that is going to inspire you, cause your faith to go to another level. In fact, we're going to be talking about the spirit of faith. So if you have a few moments, please relax, join with us, get your Bible ready, get your notebook ready. And I believe, praise God, once again, you're going to hear some things that will cause your faith to go to another level. Remember, it's your faith that overcomes the world. I have a special guest with me today. His name is John Ben Dixon. He's from South Africa, and he's been our international director for Africa for many, many years. John, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Brother Jerry. We're so glad you're here. And uh, man, we've had a great time since you've been here. We have, sir. And it's been a wonderful journey just traveling around and sharing the word and doing some of the things that you do. It's been wonderful. Yes. In fact, we were in uh, Italy together. Yes, sir. Uh, Sicily together. Yeah. We came back home. Then we did a chariot light motorcycle tour. And uh, man, we've had a good time. We've had a good time. Are you sure you yeah. want to go back home? Uh, well, my <laughs> family's, family's calling missing me. you. Yeah. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Well, John, thank you so much for being such a blessing to our lives, a blessing to this ministry. You and Sharon and your, your sons, uh, they have been such a, a joy to work with and, and uh, a joy to get to know over all these years. You and I first met, what, back in... Uh, 19, oh. It was 1996, Brother Jerry. 96. Yes, and uh, the Lord really in, uh, inspired me to ask my pastor at the time if I could uh, serve you mm -hmm. as, a, as a speaker. It was the first time I'd done that in serving my pastor for 15 years, and the Lord really impressed that on my heart. And he said, go ahead, and, and I could serve you and uh, drive you around, and it was a divine connection. That was a divine yeah, connection. 1996, Brother Jerry. Now, at that time, you were working with Hewlett-Packard. I was. And uh, you'd been with them for how long? 
at that time, I'd been with them about five years, mm -hmm. and uh, I'd uh, been on. The, I was on the senior executive uh, management team, as a sales and marketing executive for Hewlett Packard in South Africa, Southern yes. Africa, and uh, and at that time, I just knew the pull of God and the call of God on on my life for the ministry that had been always in my heart, had been prophesied over me for many yeah. years. Yeah. The time had come, and when I connected with you, it was. This was this is the divine connection that God had planned Amen. all that time back. Well, and your dad had been a minister. Yes, and uh, and I believe you told me at one time that he was uh, very active in in Oral Roberts ministry yeah. and, and some other very famous yeah. evangelist of the day. And uh, so, the spirit of faith has been on your life for a long time. It has, brother Jerry. It's something that uh, that I feel very privileged and very honored, and it's it's part of. One of the reasons why I'm deeply connected to both you and Brother Copeland. Uh, I know you said that, you know, Brother Roberts was Abraham, <laughs> Brother Copeland is uh, Isaac, and you are Jacob, but I feel that I'm the Jacob in this story, you know. But, yeah. but yes, the spirit of faith has been on, on our family for a long time. My father was um, uh, dedicated to the Lord by Smith Wigglesworth, and uh, he sat at the feet of my grandmother. Um, who had John G. Lake in her home. Wow. And for years, you know, he was growing up as a boy listening to John G. Lake as a minister. And that spirit of faith that is in Smith Wigglesworth was on his life and, and on John G. Lake's life was certainly something that motivated my dad and, mm -hmm. and was, was in my dad's life yeah. imparted to me. Yeah, and he was a wonderful man. I yes, he was. I always enjoyed being around your dad. Yes. He was a great blessing and a great help to us as well. Yes, sir. Our was. ministry, and, and uh, we'll forever be grateful for uh, all that he did for us. Yes. Once again, we're talking about the spirit of faith today. And I got this from the Bible, obviously, from the writings of the Apostle Paul. And if you have your Bible with you, you might want to join with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. The Apostle Paul says this, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore speak. Notice he mentions the spirit of faith. Now, in the Bible, you will find these uh, phrases re regarding faith. We talk about the word of faith. We talk about uh, the law of faith. And here the Apostle Paul is talking about the spirit of faith. Now, I said many, many years ago, and I believe I learned this from Brother Copeland, it's one thing to hear the word of faith. It's one thing to operate in the law of faith, but the spirit of faith is something that you have to catch. It's something that comes on you and enables you to, to live by it for the rest of your life. That's the way I feel about it. I remember catching the spirit of faith back in 1969. Brother Copeland came to my hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana. He preached the message of faith. In fact, I heard the word of faith. I heard the gospel preached like I'd never heard it before. And the moment I heard it, I knew it was truth. He didn't have to preach but one service. Now, he was there for a whole week, three services a day, but I only went the last night. But that last night that I went, and he preached a message called the word of faith and I heard it. And the moment I heard it, I knew it was true. I knew it was real, and I knew that this is the way I wanted to live. And I began studying the Word, 
And as a result of listening to Brother Copeland's tapes and getting a hold of Kenneth Hagin's tapes and reading Oral Roberts' books, the Spirit of Faith came on my life. And it's been there for over 48 years now. And I tell you, I will never cease to praise God for that day when Kenneth Copeland introduced to me the message of faith and I caught the spirit of faith. Now, let me say this to you. The moment you're born again, the Bible says that you were given the measure of faith. That's in Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. Read it for yourself. You were given the measure of faith. Not a measure, but the measure. And in the little Greek, it's the word metron, M-E-T-R-O-N. And it means a measure taken from. Taken from what? It's taken from the very same faith that Jesus operated in. It's the faith of God. Jesus said in the 11th chapter of Mark, and you're very familiar with this, the 11th chapter of Mark, have faith in God. There's another translation that says, have faith in God. And still another translation says, have the faith of God. So that tells me that I have access to the very faith of God, the same faith that Jesus operated in. And now the Bible says that we have been given the measure of faith. That's a measure taken from God's faith. And then the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that means every time you input God's word into your heart, then your faith will grow. It can grow and continue to grow until the point that it grows exceedingly, the Apostle Paul mentioned in his writings to Thessalonians. Now, your faith can grow. It can grow just as large as you want it to grow, but it requires being in the Word of God on a consistent basis. So, John, I want you to tell me how that you began this process of developing your faith. Well, Brother Jerry, actually it, it started very on, early on with a message that you preached, and it was a message, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. Yeah, one of our and most I, popular messages. Yeah, yeah. and I was, I was riding to work every day and, and I was listening to the cassette tape in my car and listening to that message over and over again. And hearing the word began to change the, the attitude of my heart. Mm -hmm. And as, as the word began to change the way I was thinking, as the word began to change the way I was, I was beginning to observe my circumstances, the spirit of faith began to take a hold mm -hmm. of me that spirit of joy. Yeah. And at that time, uh, our finances were in bad shape, barely just making it, you know. Yeah. And, and I just, we didn't have cell phones in the cars those days, but I remember riding in the car and just shouting for joy and shouting the joy of the Lord, yeah. you know, because I was determined the devil wasn't going to steal anything from me, mm. from me anymore, yeah. but that I was going to uh, receive that. And from the beginning of those messages till now, that, that message has not left our hearts. That, that spirit of faith that comes with praising God, no matter what the circumstances, really is, is in my heart and it keeps building and it keeps getting stronger all the you time. You know, I, I've been preaching now. Well, come February of next year, and we're getting very close to it, It'll be 49 years that I've been preaching, and I have had the privilege of preaching all over the world. And I have observed that a lot of people, when they hear the message, they receive it. They're happy about it, 
They're thrilled about it, just like I was in 1969. But a lot of people, it seems as though they hear it, but almost immediately after walking out the door and they hear other things and uh, they, they get up the next morning and, you know, go back to their normal routine and all the circumstances are slapping them upside the face, as we'd say here in America. And uh, it seems that they forget what they heard the night before. And even though they heard the word of faith, they didn't really catch the spirit of faith. Yes. It's one thing to hear it. It's something else to catch it. Yes. You know, uh, I was teaching on this many years ago and I gave the illustration that I have two daughters. Uh, Jerrion is the oldest by 13 months. And when they were in school, particularly high school, uh, Jerrion, uh, she went to school because she knew she had to. There was, that was not an option. Right. If she could have quit, she probably would really? have, but that was not an option. She, she endured. Yes. She went to school and she, you know, she did well, but getting her up for school, if I was at home, now I traveled all the time, but if I was at home, Carolyn and I kind of drew straws on who would be the one to wake her up. Cause it's like waking up a bear, you know? I mean, she didn't want to go. She didn't like it. She knew she had to, she had no other choice. But on the other hand, Terry, she lived for school. Yes. She loved every moment that she went to school. She was involved in everything. She was cheerleader. She was Miss Crowley High School. She was everything. She lived for the moment. And in fact, when she came home, as soon as she dropped her books off in her bedroom and got a snack, and she went immediately doing her homework. And as soon as she got through with that homework, she laid out what she was going to wear the next day. She had what I called school spirit. Yes. She had school spirit. Yes. And when the football team was playing, you know, she put up the, the purple and whatever other color it was, purple and white, whatever it was, in Crowley High School and, and she promoted the vision of Crowley High School. She promoted, you know, the football team, the basketball team. She lived for going to school. And uh, Jerry Ann, when, when it came morning, she waited to the last minute to do that homework, get dressed, drive to school. She came home, threw her books on the floor, went in and got something to eat, watched television for a while, and then eventually went to bed. But uh, she didn't have school spirit. Ooh, right. Terry did. Yeah. Now, there was a major difference. Right. It was a major difference in attitude. Yes. There was a major difference in outlook. There was a major difference in perspective. You know, one had school spirit and the other one didn't. Now, they both graduated. Yes. They both did well, you know, academically. Yes. Uh, Terry went on to college and, you know, and graduated from Texas Tech. And uh, she was uh, an excellent student. And she loved every minute that she spent in college. And uh, of course, uh, they're both today in full-time ministry and they're teaching the Word of Faith, right. which I'm very grateful for. But there was a major difference. One had school spirit and the other didn't. They both heard the same subjects. They both went to the same classes, but one of them caught the spirit, the school spirit, and the other one didn't. It, it reminds me so much of people in church. Yes. People can sit and hear the same message and one of them lay hold upon it, get excited about it, 
begin to apply it every day of their life. They're talking about faith. They're talking about, you know, what faith will do. And the other person, uh, they're still struggling. They don't know why things don't work out for them. They don't know why it's so hard. Well, one of them has the spirit of faith and the other one doesn't. Have you have you noticed that? I mean, you you yes. pastor the Heritage yes, Faith sir. Church yes, in South Africa, and you 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 see the same people same week thing. after week. Same thing. Yeah. And you know, uh, part of uh, what what you have taught and what we we teach ourselves is uh, the Book of Proverbs and the Book of Psalms and many other places. Ecclesia is full of the Scripture. Who you're going to hang around with yeah. is definitely going to affect what you feel That's and right. how you see things. And uh, even if it's a conscious decision, Brother Jerry, uh, you know, I would, I would say to somebody, make a conscious decision to change your circle of friends. You know, change the way that you, who you talk to, the places you go to, the things that you, 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 you give your attention to. Because yeah. if your attitude is, is not a positive attitude and it's not associated and connected to the Word, make a decision to get yourself into that place. Yeah so that you can change that. And you know, you can't catch the spirit of faith in just any old church. That's true. There's a lot of churches that that don't preach the Word of Faith, a lot of churches that don't welcome the Word of Faith. You know, I I was preaching for a pastor friend of mine that I've known for years, and uh, I'd preach for him every year. And uh, the people were so receptive. In fact, it was one of my favorite places to travel each and every year. But a few years ago, I was there and uh, I was doing a conference with him where there were several other speakers. And I noticed the other speakers that he invited, uh, you know, they were, they were men of God. They, they loved God, no question about it. But they, they preached something different than what I knew this pastor had raised his congregation on and what I knew that I preached. Yes. And so these guys brought in a different message. In fact, it, uh, it really was uh, uh, a message that, that was unlike the Word of Faith, and it was um, a message that really attacked the Word of Faith. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there listening to these guys, and I'm thinking, why am I here? You know, they're not, they're not preaching what I knew this pastor stood for and what I stood for. But, you know, I was trying to be nice and cordial and so forth. So I sat there and listened. And then uh, he invited me again the following year, but he also invited these same speakers. And I didn't know that in advance, only after I arrived. And I found out that it was these other speakers as well. And so finally I had to tell him, I said, well, this will probably be the last time that I'll do your conference, even though I've been doing it for years. And he said, why? And I said, well, the speakers that you're bringing in now, they don't preach the Word of Faith. They don't stand for the Word of Faith. In fact, hearing them preach, it sounds as though they're against the Word of Faith. And I said, so uh, you know what I stand for. And if you keep inviting me to come, I'm going to preach the Word of Faith and I might ruin your party. Yes, sir. So this is what I stand for. This is what I believe. This is how I've lived all of my life and will continue to do so. So uh, if you don't want to hear the word of faith anymore, I suggest you don't invite me to return. Yes. And I, I really meant that because in that atmosphere, it's, it's not possible to catch the spirit of faith. Correct. And the Bible says 
that the just shall live by faith. Yes. That's really not an option. It is a command. Yes. The just shall live by faith. And the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, it says, And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our, our faith. faith. Yes. So faith is the method of victory over the world. If you don't catch the spirit of faith, yes. then you don't have any way to overcome the world. And if you haven't noticed, folks, this world we're living in today is getting crazier and crazier by the minute. Uh, Satan is, is on the loose, so to speak. And he's attacking Christians. He's attacking the ungodly as well. And if you want to live in victory, you're going to have to learn how to live by faith. You need to catch the spirit of faith. Amen. And it's not too late. You can do so. But you're going to have to make a quality decision that you're not going to just listen to any old thing or any old teaching. In fact, I, I strongly suggest you spend some time in prayer and ask the Lord, what is the right church you need to be going to? I heard a preacher say this, John, and I can't improve on it, so I'm going to borrow it. Where you go to church in these last days can mean life or death. Absolutely, brother. You agree with that? It's almost as though, I mean, we are designed to grow things in our hearts. And uh, if you're not growing the spirit of faith, you're growing something else. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you might think I'm going to a church or I'm going to uh, watching church on TV or but then you're not catching the spirit of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to go to a faith church. Yeah. You've got to belong to people and connect with people that are in faith so that the spirit that's in them can become yeah. cultivated. And in you know, for me personally, uh, when I caught it, I mean, I, and I remember the day it happened. For me, it was life-changing. Yes. It was the best thing I'd ever heard in my life and still is. Yes. I never get tired of hearing it. Yes. You know, Kenneth Hagin, was a, a, a great man of God. He was instrumental in bringing the Word of Faith to this generation. And uh, I still have all of those old, old tapes. You mentioned cassette a, a few moments ago. That, that dates us. Yeah. And, uh, but I still have all those old cassettes. I still have the Kenneth Copeland reel-to-reel -reel tapes. Wow. And from time to time, I go back and listen to those first messages that I ever heard on the subject of faith. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You can't hear it enough. And even though I've been living this way for over 48 years, I can't, I can't live on what I remember the Word said. It takes a daily dose of the Word. Every day, feeding on the Word of God. And if you do that and you hang around the right people, get in the right church, then you're going to catch the spirit of faith. And I promise you, it will change your life and you will never regret it. Praise God. So I pray that you'll do that. Follow that wisdom today. Pray about what you're listening to, what you're hearing, who you're hanging out with, and make the decision that you're going to hear the word of faith. Praise God. Watch this announcement and John and I'll be back in just a few moments. Proverbs 28.20 tells us, A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Are you ready to go all out for God and hold nothing back? In the timely three-CD series, The Faithful Shall Abound with Blessings, Jerry Savelle shares from God's Word on faithfulness and what it means for you. If you're willing to give your all to God, He will give His all to you. Your faith is the title deed to God's promise for the things you are believing to receive from Him. In the life-changing book, 
Life of Faith, Jerry Savelle teaches how to release your faith and how to see through faith beyond your present circumstances. Living by faith is not a suggestion, but a biblical command from God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Don't wait. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request the Spirit of Faith combo, including the three-CD teaching, The Faithful Shall Abound with Blessings, and the book, Life of Faith, Your Faith Has the Ability to Grow. You can learn to live by faith and be the winner that God has called you to be today. Welcome back. I'd like to thank you once again for watching the broadcast today, and I trust that it's ministered to you. And let me encourage you, catch the spirit of faith. Praise God. I have some testimonies I want to share with you very quickly. Here's one from Sandra. She says she was blessed with a smart car and everything that she needed for it, including the insurance, and it was paid in full, praise God. What a great blessing. We rejoice with you, Sandra. And here's Holly. She said, I sowed a $500 seed into your ministry, and shortly afterwards, I received a $33,000 debt relief that was burdening me. God worked miraculously on my behalf. I praise God for this miracle, and thank you, for Brother Jerry, for ministering God's Word to me. Praise God. Debt reduction of $33,000. We rejoice with you, Holly. That's a great testimony. And here's one from Doris. She said, God is so awesome. Last week, I had a total knee replacement, and I have no major pain. I can already walk well with a walker. What an amazing God we serve. Thank you for teaching the uncompromised Word. We rejoice with you as well, Doris, and thank you for taking the time to share that testimony with us. Let me remind you that our special offer this week, my book on the life of faith, you know, once again, I've lived this way for over 48 years. I certainly couldn't put everything I've learned about faith in this book, but enough to get you started. And I encourage you to order it right away. Don't delay. All the ordering information is on your screen right now. Order this book along with it is a three-CD series entitled, The Faithful Shall Abound with Blessings. Learning how to live by faith, learning how to be faithful to God, faithful to His Word. And God promises that if you will do that, then praise God, you will abound in His blessings. Not only abounding spiritually, not only abounding physically, but financially and socially as well. That's the way you want to live. And I encourage you once again to order this special package right away. Now, we're going to continue talking about uh, the spirit of faith on next week's broadcast. And John, uh, before we leave, uh, tell us a little bit about the church that you pastor there in South Africa. And, and uh, you know, there may be some people that are watching in that area that may want to attend. Well, Brother Jerry, we started the church um, around 2000, a Heritage of Faith Church, still Heritage of Faith Church. Today we have church in Johannesburg, we have church in Whitbank, Linasia. Actually, we have a number of Heritage of Faith churches around South Africa. And uh, if you will call uh, the number that you find on the website, you will be able to get uh, information about how to get hold of us and we can take care of you and teach the Word of Faith and you'll catch that spirit Amen. of faith. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, John, for being you, with sir. me. I look forward to being with you again next week. Thank you. And don't forget to join us next week as we continue to talk about the spirit of faith. Until then, John and Jerry saying to you, your faith will overcome the world. Next week, 
That's the same spirit of faith, brother. That's right. It, it will rise up inside of you. It will dominate your circumstances. It will pull you through it. Yes, we will have trials and, and tribulations, but He brings us through it all. Yeah. And that spirit of faith continues to just uh, be the, the, the determining factor between who wins. That's right. And we win if we have the spirit of faith, Brother That's right. Jerry. Praise God. Yeah. 